I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 220, I think. Um, And I think I'm going to call it dealing with the overwhelm when everything changes. So I don't know. I mean, are things changing? I feel like we've all been in this like time of change and, and change is hard and change is hard when you maybe felt like you were kind of getting things under control and then life happens. And I mean, I don't know. I was going to say I used to resist change, but I'm not sure that I actually don't resist change anymore. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I have getting older. You just kind of have to accept it a little bit, but, um, and just the reality that, Change is the one constant, right? Anyway, okay, that's enough pontificating about that. But um, in this conversation that we have today, um, we're talking about things having changed and figuring, refiguring out what you thought you had figured out before with things being different now. Um, And also, you'll hear some really great perspective and thoughts on the Take Your House Back course. So I do want to mention that it is open right now. We don't leave registration open all the time or we have it in the past. We're still figuring that out. It's really because there's so much administrative work that happens as people come in that um, anyway, so we haven't had it open just ongoing, but it is open right now. And um, I love hearing um, her perspective on that. So if you're interested in that, go to takeyourhouseback.com. Um, that's takeyourhouseback.com. I also have the link in the show notes for this podcast. And also, y'all, my new book is out. Like I'm recording this on Tuesday and this is the day it came out. So there's reviews up and everything. And I'm just, you know, feeling all the feelings because it's out there in the world. My little book child to be out there on its own without me now. It's just your, a weird feeling. Also, my microphone, if I sound different, I am sorry about that. Um, my microphone died yesterday, which is just great timing with a book launch because I have all these different interviews going. It actually died in the middle of an interview that I was doing with someone for their podcast. So that was really fun. Um, and so I'm using my camera microphone that I've been using um, for YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff for yeah, I'm blathering now. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to let you know that I may sound different. My road is usually very quiet in our new home. And yet it seems like there's some sort of a tractor fest going on because there've been a lot of tractors going by. So who knows what you're hearing? Sorry for the audio. It will be better in the next section of this um, 
what are we doing? A podcast <laughs> as uh, you hear the conversation that I had. Um, okay. Get organizing for the rest of us. Yeah. And join, take your house back and enjoy this conversation. Okay, here we go. Okay. I am here with Christy. Christy, thank you so much for being willing to come on the podcast and talk so about excited. your clutter and all that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited that you're here. So tell me a little bit about you, your unique current life situation. Okay. Well, I have three children and I have been married for 22 years, but we are currently going through a divorce. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry too. It's not what I obviously would have anticipated. I wanted to get married once and be married for life, mm -hmm. but there's just some circumstances that can't be overlooked. So it's just the best for both of us, I think. Okay. And, um, so my life has changed a lot recently because I was a stay-at-home mom for 18 plus years. My oldest is 18. She'll be 19 in January. So from the time she was born, I've been staying home. So um, I have a 17-year-old daughter also, and my son is 14. He has autism. So he is 14 in body and in hormones and everything, but in brain development, he's probably more like five, six, maybe seven-ish, somewhere around that age. Just a young kid that would still need, still needs a lot of help, especially with life skills and everything that goes along with that diagnosis. Um, he is the life of the party though. He's hilarious. He keeps us smiling every day. So it's a joy to have him, but it's also a lot of work and a lot of time that I have to spend, um, because thinking when I had three teenagers, when they were younger, I thought, well, they're all going to be teenagers at the same time. And then shortly after that, they'll be out of the house, but he will probably live with me for his entire life if I had to okay. guess. So okay. he just needs that kind of care. So um, I did just start working part-time. Okay. So where I was used to having like a wide open schedule for appointments and for housework and meal planning and grocery shopping. Now I have a lot more limited time to do those. So, because for one, I do not like to take my son to do errands. So, um, and he is in an all day therapy school. So mm -hmm. he is gone from eight to three every day, but in the evening, if I don't have somebody to help care for him, then it's hard to run errands in the evening also. So okay. what are your work hours? They kind of vary. I work in a salon, so I can kind of make my own hours. But what I've been doing right now is doing like a split shift where I work in the morning for four or five hours after I drop him off. And then I go pick him up and then bring him home. And my mom helps me care for him in the evening. And then I go back to work for like three hours in the evening. So okay. I can almost get a whole eight hours in that way. But um, and luckily, the salon is closed on Sundays and Mondays. So those days, I Mondays right now are really busy. I'm like having to schedule all my appointments and all my mm -hmm. errands and grocery shopping and everything on that day. So okay. um, do you do any um, grocery pickup instead of shopping in the store? I have done that, but I kind of prefer to do my own shopping okay. because I, I find that a lot of times they don't have what I'm looking for or it, they have to do substitutes. And I just find it easier for me to do it myself. Okay. Um, but if it comes to that, I would do that. I would definitely say if that, 
you know, I know we're not even necessarily into the things to talk about yet, but, but that would take that whole thing off of your plate, you know, like as far as if everything has to be done on Mondays, it's possible to do it in a shorter amount of time at this point. But at the same time, if you love it and that's what you want to do. And sometimes a lot of people love grocery shopping, like enjoy it. So, but, but it might be worth trying. I think that especially if you tried it a couple of years ago when it was brand new, you know, there are kinks that have been worked out or maybe mm-hmm. there's more stores that have that available than used to. So it might be worth just yeah, giving it a shot. I think I tried it the first time during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. obviously uh, probably things were out. So it might be easier now when things are maybe a little more stocked. Yeah. It's not were. always perfect. That's for sure. Yeah. But it, it definitely is not as bad as it was, you know, in spring of 2020 for sure. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code clean at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week, I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one 
hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Okay. So let's talk about some of the things that are working for you. Some of the things that have made a positive impact in your home. Well, first of all, just finding you has made the biggest impact because other books that I had read or looked at, I would read them, but I would never do what they said. And I don't know if that's just because it didn't click with me or if it wasn't the right time in my life or, or what, but I just, one day I just searched in audible because I like to listen so I can do other things at the Mm -hmm. same time. I think I might've put in decluttering or cleaning or organize something along those lines and your decluttering at the speed of life came up. So I just, ordered that and started listening to it. And I listened to it nonstop until I was done with it. Um, lot in the car. And then if I would get home and I was still playing, I would just keep it playing and I would do stuff. And so the first thing that I started doing was the visible clutter from that book. And another thing that I used to do is I would read a book, but then this time I was listening and doing it at the same time. So even before I finished decluttering at the speed of life, I was already decluttering. The visible clutter just made so much sense to me. So I just stood at my front door and the first thing I saw was this bench that we have that we would just, we're bad about flat surfaces in our house. So oh, yeah. it, it was a bench and it has an opening that we, I, I now put hats in and gloves and stuff in, but you couldn't even get that bench open because there was too much stuff sitting on it. So I just started with that. And it was the, that one small change just, spark something in me. I'm like, well, I can do something else over here or something else over here. And so when I finished that book, I was like, wait, I got to get some more. So I knew that you had the other book. So I started listening to how to manage your home without losing your mind. Because I always joke because I, that song um, resonates with me. Y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here. (laughs) So whenever that song comes on, I'm like, this is my theme song, you guys for this house. So um, that title. I just love that title. So I started listening to that. And then I listened to the addendum. And as I was listening to the addendum, I just started doing the habits. So, um, which the addendum that you're talking about is, um, it's at the, it's recorded at the end of the audiobook. It's in the regular books too, the paper book, I guess. And it's the 28 days to hope for your home. So I talk you through day by day building mm-hmm. the habits. Yeah. Yes. So then I just started doing that and I started doing the dishes and I can't remember about the laundry, whether I started that during decluttering or if I started it during how to manage your home, it probably depends on which book it's in, where you talk it's about in the how to, how to, it's two okay. chapters and how to manage your home. Yeah. So I yeah. started doing that when I, after I read that chapter or listened to that chapter mm-hmm. and I just took every piece of clothes that we had in our house and made a huge pile because before finding you, we literally had clothing in every room of our house and probably every closet too. So I just started making a pile and I realized how much laundry 
we actually had that we didn't need. And I was just throwing it in the washer and throwing it in the dryer. As it came out of the dryer, I was donating as much as I could donate or throwing away if it wasn't donatable. And once I got through that pile, I said, I will never, ever do this again. I'm never going to let this laundry get to this point again. And so I, which is easier to do when you've just donated and trashed things, you know, when there just is less to even exist. Yeah. And I would say we probably still have more than what we should have, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more manageable now than it was. And so I started to do somewhat of a laundry day with that. Like I made that kind of, like I've heard, I remember in the book, you said your first laundry day is going to probably take you a week or two, which is, I think it did take me a couple of weeks to get through all that. And then I just started trying to do laundry day. Um, I've had to modify it. And even now I don't really do laundry day per se, but I try to do as much as I can on Sunday and Monday, because those are the two longest days mm-hmm. that I have hours, stretch of hours that I have. And then I kind of have a rule for myself, which start, I started breaking when I started working because I just not home that much on Tuesdays, but I had a rule that it had to get put away on Tuesday by Tuesday so that my laundry day which is three days technically was Mm -hmm. done. And so, um, and I, with work clothes and stuff, sometimes we'll have a little load here and there that has to go in on another day, but it's nothing like a huge pile of clothes that needs to get done. So that was definitely also that it's, it's actually, I would say it's still laundry day when you have two days, like it's, it's still laundry day. Even if you, if you do it over, it's the everything and an end point. Like do, you know, having, I'm, I'm doing one week's worth of laundry. I'm not just, you know, taking the new stuff that gets dirtied every single day so that it never ends, but it's like having that end point of, you know, that that's the real actual game changer part about laundry day. Yeah. And I think one thing I want to ask you about with the laundry is one thing I struggle with is putting mine away, like really putting it away. Cause like I have a couple of baskets in my closet that a lot of times I'm just like stacking a folded laundry mm-hmm. in that basket and wearing it throughout the week or something. Or I do the thing where I take it off and I'm done. It's not washable yet, but I'm not wearing it. And I know I do have some hooks in my closet that I'm using for other things, but I'll, I have a little basket that sits on my tub and I kind of put those things in that basket, but it tends to overflow. So I'm like, I need to like get to a point where I'm actually putting some of these back because I'm not going to wear all of these again soon. (laughs) Yeah. And the the thing, so do you have drawers where you like should be putting them away or is is the basket actually your storage system? Mm, I have drawers that I do use sometimes, but, and I have a closet that I, or I have stuff that I hang. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of the thing, like, so I'll take the foldable stuff and just set it in the ba- in the basket in my closet instead of putting it in the actual dresser drawers. So, I mean, to me, the thing is whatever you actually do is what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. But one, you know, if you want them in the drawers, then one way to force that to happen is to get rid of those baskets so yeah. that they don't have a place to go in between. Or if the baskets work really well for you, but it just makes you feel guilty because you've got a dresser full of drawers here that you never actually use, you could get rid of the dresser and just yeah. say, this is what I do. I do the baskets, you know I mean? So okay. the other thing too, you, you said you try to force yourself to get things done, put away by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I would give it a try 
to do the fold straight out of the dryer, not put them in, in a thing, but you know, like I, I balance things on the top of my washer and my dryer as I'm folding and then go put those things in away immediately before I move the stuff from the washer into the dryer. Okay. Yeah. Give that a try because that is, it takes less time than you would expect. And it's completely done, finished over. Like okay. they're gone, they're put away. So maybe, yes. maybe try that and see which one more still naturally happens, either going into the drawers or going into the baskets. And two, the other thing too, when you go to put it away in the drawers, if there's clothes in there, but you're never actually using those drawers, those clothes can probably be donated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I definitely need to get rid of more of my clothes. So yeah. that one's a hard one for me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i like you. I tend to wear the same things over and over, but I'm actually glad that I didn't donate that much now because now I need some nicer clothes to where I was wearing sweatpants, leggings, yeah. t-shirts a lot when I stayed home. And now I need some more presentable, like front yeah. desk type casual clothes to wear. So yeah. um, I need to kind of find a balance of how much of the, of each of those I actually need. Right. Right. And the laundry routine helps you do that. It helps you see what you're actually wearing. Okay. So what's something else? Okay. We talked about habits following that. Okay. You basically covered everything, right? Well, (laughs) the things that are working really well, The one habit that is not working for me or that I don't do very well is sweeping. Okay. So I tried it and I actually was sweeping my kitchen pretty much every day. But we have hard, hard wood floors throughout the whole downstairs. And then the, one of our upstairs rooms is hardwood, hardwood as well. Actually, the one I'm in right now. And um, we have four dogs and two cats and it's their golden retrievers. So they shed nonstop. Yeah. And I kind of I don't know whether I was just like, this is pointless or whether it was just like the one thing that I felt like I could put on the back burner because I was doing the bathrooms and they they were staying manageable and I'm doing the dishes every day, which I still have I'm doing the dishes every day. Good. I'm so excited about that. Like from the day I started them, I have been doing them every day. So that's over a year now. That's amazing. Good for you. Where we used to have a pile in there all the time. So I am really excited about that. And in fact, I get to the point where my kids are like, mom, you do the dishes all the time. And I'm like, that's because I'd rather do a handful of dishes than two sinks full of dishes. Right. So right. Um, a handful I can get done in a few minutes and move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have a lot of space that could be swept that yes. probably needs to be swept. Yes. Um, because of the, the dog hair. Like I get it. So when you are sweeping, what tools are you using to actually sweep? Um, well, I'm using a broom and dustpan and then we also have a Dyson. Um, so sometimes I'll just go around and use the Dyson on the hardwoods. Do you prefer to use the Dyson or do you prefer to use this? The, I, I like to, I don't, I actually like to sweep. I just don't like to sweep all the time, all the time. Yeah. So, um, I like to use the Dyson as kind of like a backup because I know it's going to get what I don't get when I sweep. So, okay. Um, could you, do you think it would help at all if you gave yourself permission to use the Dyson on a daily basis? Maybe I could try that. You know, if if you feel like, okay, well, that's the thing that kind of makes up for having not done what I was, you know, saying that I was, or meaning to do, I guess, you you know, trying that also giving yourself permission to 
sweep just the most visible area, mm-hmm. you know, because I think sometimes when it's like, oh my goodness, all of my floors, my entire section of my house is all hardwood floors, which means technically I should be sweeping that because then there, you know, so it, it may mean, yeah. yes, there's dog hair in places where there shouldn't be, but at the same time, that visible space, like giving myself permission to say, okay, well, what I'm going to do every day is this visible space. Okay. And then some days it might go farther than that, but at least I would feel like if somebody knocked on the front door and came in, I wouldn't be like, oh my goodness, I should have been sweeping, you know, because yeah. I know I have a German shepherd and it's similar, uh, you know, as far as like, I cannot believe how much dog hair she, I'm like, really? So I know I I have, she's three now. So I have figured out there are times of year when it's worse. And yet yeah, there's never a time when it's not. Yeah. There it's always the shedding. So, but yeah, like, you know, kind of go with what's the smallest amount of space that it would be beneficial for me to do this every single day so that it doesn't get to that point. And then that means that when you do work on the whole downstairs. It's not as much, you know what I mean? Like you've already Mm -hmm. gotten the main thing done consistently. And I don't know, do you have rugs? We have one rug in our main living space. Because Um, sometimes I find that with the rugs, it's like, well, if I'm sweeping, but there's a rug, then that kind of feels like, am I really doing enough? Because you know, with the broom, I'm only sweeping around the rug, but then I can still see dog hair on the rug itself. So that might yeah. be one other, you know, purpose in saying I'm going to use the Dyson every day. Yeah. Even just to do this small little thing, which might mean that the Dyson sits out more than it would otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it might be easier if somebody rings the doorbell might be easier to go put the Dyson away than it is to, Oh my goodness, let's vacuum really quick. You know, yeah. I don't know. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, so what are some other things you want to talk about? I guess um, since I have 
worked through most of the clutter in our house. We have a large home, like 4,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. And I just, I did the course to take your, is it take your house back or take back your house? I always take your house back. Yeah. (laughs) So I did that course and I'm actually still part of that group and just that helped really work through some of the areas. And I just, for anybody out there, I just took it one drawer at a time, one cabinet at a time, because back when I first was going to ask your advice, I was just overwhelmed because, and I know you've answered this question before, like when I would go take something there, that space was probably even more cluttered than the space I was working on. And I just started just like I did with the visible clutter. I started with all the visible clutter first. And then after that, I just one drawer at a time. And I can say now that almost every drawer and closet in our house is at least when you open, I wouldn't be embarrassed if somebody was staying at my house and opened it. Right. Where before it was, they were all a disaster. I had just thrown things in there. There was no kind of organization, but now I guess it's more cleaning like everything is pretty well picked up most of the time with teenagers, not all of the time, but I feel like I need to be doing more cleaning. And sometimes I just don't have the energy or the time to do the cleaning. And I was trying to do the daily things, um, like do one thing on Monday that you suggested in Mm -hmm. your book. And that was working for me for quite a while until recently when I've had to change my schedule. And now I just, I I have very little free time and I I'm tired. So it's hard to kind of work those things back in. So now I'm just, I guess if you could speak to when you have a schedule change like this, how to kind of get back into those habits of doing maybe one thing daily. Yeah. I think, um, so on your, when you'd filled out the form, you said, I need to really get down to the nitty gritty and deep clean. Mm -hmm. And I think that that mindset could possibly be what's holding you back because you've, you've seen the value of daily habits of the dishes and how big of an impact that makes on your house overall and keeping things under control. You've um, seen the benefits of working through your home, which you probably did not do in one big session, right? It was over time, right? Yeah. Months, months. Exactly. So, and yet somehow it seems like it it can be like, Oh, but I need to, it it feels like deep clean equals top to bottom, the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yes. And having that mentality, having that as being the thing in my head of, okay, well, this is my goal can mean, well, that's daunting, especially with a 4,000 square foot house. You know, yeah. it's like, that's a lot of cleaning. So I think it's that breaking it down and saying, okay, even if I can't do the whole house, it's going to be worth my time to, again, start in the visible areas, start with okay. the most visible spaces and say, okay, I'm going to work on cleaning those. Another thing too, with your schedule change, um, it, it can be hard because it's like, well, what was working in a different phase of, of life or a different lifestyle now everything is different and you don't feel like every Monday doing laundry and every Tuesday doing, um, you know, cleaning bathrooms or whatever it is that you were doing. So it's like, okay, I have to rework that. So, you know, what time do you have, whether it's an exact time or it's a, I'm going to work this around something that I do anyway. So I, I bring my son, you know, I I'm home in the afternoons, right? Is that what you said? 
Just, well, just for a little bit of time. Right. Um, except for I do have Wednesday evenings. I work Wednesday daytime, but not Wednesday evening. So okay. I have a little bit more of a chunk of time on Wednesdays than I do the other days of the week and Mondays. But um, on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I do the split shifts where I'm really only home for like 30 minutes by the time I get him home in bed and then I have to go back. So, so, so I think it's that, but then the the exhaustion part is real. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, well, just when you come home, just get it done then. Cause I mean, there may be times where it's like, okay, Wednesday night is my only night where I don't have to work. And the last thing I want to do is clean or whatever. So, you know, I, I think it's that give yourself permission to say, instead of, you know, instead of getting the bathrooms done, say, okay, I am going to say that I have an hour right now, whether it's on Monday or Sunday or Wednesday night, I have an hour. I'm going to clean for this hour. That means I'm not going to finish. Okay. And I've already known that. And yet I am going to be so much better off if I will clean for this hour, I'm going to start in my most visible space. You know, if if you're doing the five minute pickups, there's really not as much to do, or, you know what I mean? It's not like it used to be when cleaning actually meant getting through all the three layers, you know, you're doing daily stuff, you've gotten clutter out. So I'm going to work for an hour, starting in my most visible space, work on, you know, my most visible bathrooms. And at the end of that hour, I'm going to say, okay, well, my house is better off for having done that hour. If I go longer, great, but that's not my goal. My goal is not to trick myself into working for longer, but to say, okay, I'm going to do an hour or 30 minutes, whatever time that you have that you're like, I'm going to do this because this is better than nothing. And better than nothing is actually really, really powerful. Right. Mm, So, you know, it's, it's saying I am not going to get my whole entire house clean, but I am going to clean, you know, for whatever amount of time, time that I have, whether it's an hour, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, three hours, whatever, and say this is, but I'm going to not feel guilty to stop at the end of this time. And just to see what is it that I have gotten done at this point. And, and there's a lot of power in giving yourself permission to do that. Yeah. Does that makes that make so sense? much sense. Yeah. It makes so much sense because it's really the mindset that I started with. Like, I'm not going to, it's like they say, you know, this house didn't get a mess overnight. So I'm not, I, I didn't get it clean and overnight or decluttered. Right. And so I guess just going back to that mindset of a little bit here, a little bit there is going to make a big impact in the long run. Right. And on a week where you're just like, I, I, this is just too much because you're also, I I mean, I'm looking at you and you seem to be handling it well, but there's emotional Mm. stuff going on with you. If Mm -hmm. if you're going through divorce, this is a, this is trauma. Mm -hmm. It really is that you're walking through. And so cut yourself a break you know, like just, just, and I'm not saying just let your house go, but I'm saying like, give yourself permission to do the minimal, give yourself permission to, as I'm adjusting to this, I am going to say, if I only clean for 30 minutes this week, then, you know, and when we say clean for anybody who's new here, we're talking about the actual cleaning because you've dealt with the daily stuff. So when you say I'm going to clean for 30 minutes, you don't have to spend time doing dishes because that's not part of that 30 minutes. You don't have to spend time picking stuff up and putting it away because you've been doing that as a five minute pickup. Mm -hmm. You also have decluttered. So you're not spending 30 minutes 
decluttering, you can spend 30 minutes actually sweeping and mopping and cleaning toilets and wiping down, you know, bathrooms. And so you're going to get so much more done in 30 minutes than you would have before you started this, you know, process of changing your home. Yeah. But, but I think, I think giving yourself permission to not feel like it all has to be done at one time, especially with 4,000 square feet, especially with a whole new job that you're adjusting to, especially with the emotional trauma that you're going through, you know, Mm -hmm. that permission is, is a big deal. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. It helps to process it a little bit. Because, because you're going to be, because the problem is when it seems so daunting and then you don't do anything, it only becomes more daunting. Right. Um, so, you know, giving yourself permission to do a little bit. I think that's the sweeping issue I have. Mm -hmm. Like I just get paralyzed because I'm like, there's so much dog hair and it's not going to (laughs) matter because it's going to be here tomorrow. And so I think I've just like get gave up on even trying, but I think I like your idea of just doing something is better than nothing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's another situation you want to talk about? Um, We've actually kind of covered several of your things, didn't we? Yeah. Have I solved all of your problems already? You have. Okay. Thank you. We can. I. You solved every problem, and now I'm good to go. Um, But I did want to. We're joking. We're joking. We know. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Oh yes. Um, Actually, it's just advice because it was advice that I took from you that has really helped me in. And I think you were kind of saying that now with the cleaning, that 15 minutes is a lot of time. Like I used to take, like if I only had an hour between doing one thing and having to pick up a kid from school, I didn't think I had time to do anything. And now I've used five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however long to, you know, throw a couple of dishes in the dishwasher that, you know, somebody put it in the sink because I always put my dishes straight in the dishwasher now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, or, or clearing off our Island, which is also a big culprit of getting stuff piled on because it's a flat surface. Yeah. So, um, I just really, that advice really helped me in, in shifting my mind to thinking like, I don't have to have three hours when I can just make sure I'm putting stuff away And also even in the mornings when I'm rushing around and I have one hour to do 15 different things, it takes two seconds to put something back in the refrigerator or in the cabinet that later on, I'm not going to have a hundred things to put away. So just that mind mind shift of you don't have to have a lot of time. You can take a five minute pause or five minute break, 15 minute break that you have to get. And so let's celebrate the fact that you had already figured out the power of changing that mindset and of looking for those awkward pauses before you got to this place mm-hmm. where now life is completely different than, mm-hmm. than it used to be, you know, it, it and you know, that's the, I'm, I'm sure you're experiencing the reality of, okay, when you were a stay at home mom was when you learned that it's not about having all the time in the world. Kind of, kind of when you, even though we all know that as a stay-at-home mom, you don't yeah. have all the time in the world. It's only people who aren't stay-at-home moms that think that stay-at-home moms have all the time in the world, yeah. right? But, but you learned that when you did have have that, you learned mm-hmm. that it wasn't. It, it was more about what you did as opposed to having time to do it. Yeah. And so now that you have different schedule and less time, you can take what you learned there and you know plug it in 
to, to what you're doing. Not that it's not a challenge. It's a huge challenge Yeah. Um, to make that adjustment and to fit it in amidst this really busy life. But, but it wasn't the answer just being a stay at home mom. And so right. you can apply that, you know, what you learned here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I think I covered everything. Um, I'm pretty good with the clutter now, um, which was my biggest problem in the beginning. So I'm pretty good with that. And um, another thing that I have liked in meeting you or learning about you was being introduced to Dawn and Cass because I've been able to take their strategies and now I feel a lot more organized. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not minimal. I'm not to Dawn's level of minimalism, but I do look at things a lot differently now and I'm able to donate things or throw, even throw them away where before I held on to stuff just because it was useful. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. That's great. And, and tell me um, what you like about being a kindred spirit, being a patron. Um, I love before and after pictures and I love to encourage people. I like to post before and after pictures and I love to encourage other people that have posted before and after pictures and because it feels like you're not alone for one thing Mm -hmm. and it feels like almost like you have a support group I guess like I'm not the only one that used to have stuff everywhere in my house and and I just love that everybody is so kind and that they understand and they are so encouraging to give advice or uh, this is what's worked for me. This is where I found this item. And I'm definitely one that will do that. Like if I know a strategy that has worked for me, I will put it out there and help try to give other people advice because I know it's helped me so much to get yes. the advice from you and, and others. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know for me, that was huge for me when I was starting out is having a place to record what I was doing and not doing and figuring out what was working and what wasn't working. And I feel like the Facebook group of patrons gives people the place to do that, you know, who maybe Mm -hmm. don't want to do a whole, you know, blog on it or something, but just, you know, when, when you want to, you can kind of process things through, you know, sharing it with that group. So yeah, it's great to have the accountability. Yeah. It is, but non-pressure accountability yeah, right, so, right. <laughs> for those of us who rebel against that pressure. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, this has been a really great conversation and I love hearing about your success. I love hearing how you have just, you've really worked hard on your house and, and I can just see that confidence in you. And I like oh, that. Thank you. It makes me encourages <laughs> me so much. I hope you loved that conversation. Um, you know, I always write notes. I love all of these conversations. I hope you do too. But I always write notes, you know, kind of in my stuff and just saying, okay, remember this or ask Rachel to take out whatever. Um, but I just remember, I just loved this conversation and I hope that you did too. And I appreciated um, her willingness to come on and to talk um, just about what's been going on. So, okay, don't forget, um, you can join Take Your House Back which obviously she talked about, go to takeyourhouseback.com, get in on that. Also get my new book, Organizing for the Rest of Us. Somebody described it as a Cliff Notes version of all of my strategies. And I loved that description. Um, I also loved when somebody was saying, you know, the other ones are like 
theory and thinking it through. And this one's just like practical, you know, so we'll see if you like it or not. I hope you love it. All right. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.